This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. To another edition of the broadcast. I'm Vicky Barcelona, and with me, as always, is Ooh Sarah. Oh, hey. Sarah, before we get into today's shenanigans, what's our contact info? Well, we have an Instagram. It's the broadcast 999. You can call or text us at 253-778-6029. Or you can email us at the broadcast 999 at gmail.com. It's been a while. It has been a few weeks now. Why is that, Vicky? Why is that, Miss Victoria? I got the COVID. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you. I mean, we had Thanksgiving. Right. So, and then right after Thanksgiving, you found out you had the COVID. Yes, which was... I mean, the sickness itself wasn't that fun, but it wasn't that bad either. Okay, uh, that's good. Yeah, I mean, you didn't get, get hit crazy hard. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I'm vaccinated, so I feel like that had uh, great help, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, felt like just a cold, body aches, um, coughing, the boogies, that sort of thing. No little, fever, little no sore sense throat. of... If, if I had a fever, I, I, don't, I kept try, checking to see whenever I felt too warm. Yeah. Um, at night, I didn't check, even though I w- woke up in like a puddle of sweat, but... Not that I registered. I didn't register any fevers at any point. I didn't lose your smell or taste? I did lose my smell. Okay. And that just wasn't because you had a cold? Mm -mm. It wasn't like my, like, I didn't have, like, a plug nose. Like, I legit, I decided one day, because I've had, okay, let me tell you about what kind of fatty I am. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) So, for a minute, and they're not selling them right now, at least not in my Costco, they were selling these amazing tiramisu cups Mm. in a glass jar, like a little glass cup. And it almost looks like a big, like a double shot glass. Okay. That's like you can probably, yeah, do a double okay, or whatever. So it's of the not fancy- that big of a piece of tiramisu. Then. No, right. But they were on sale for more, many weeks. So I kept buying more and more and more. And I had a crap ton of these glasses just Did, laying like, around. Did like 24 come in a pack or something? They were like, I think six in a pack, but I'd buy like two packs at a time. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. <laughs> like I eat one every night after dinner. It was my treat. Uh, they're so good. And I had all these glasses just sitting there. So I told myself, I have a lot of candle wax. So I made candles before. I'm going to make some candles. Yeah, might as well do something good with these jars. Right. And then they were staring at me. I knew they were that was going to be a thing I was going to do. I'm like, cool. I can't go anywhere. So let me make these candles. As I'm melting, because I had bought some new stuff for my candle making endeavors, busting it out, using it. I'm like, wow, this wax I got, you know, kind of, you know, the scent faded. That's weird. <laughs> wait, wait, because it was like the cinnamony kind of yeah, really fall sma- smell, fireball smell. And I was doing this in the kitchen. I immediately went into my cupboard and I grabbed a thing of vanilla extract 
and oh. I could not smell it. Ooh, that stuff smells so good. I know, too. and I was like, ah, oh, dang it. You're like, yeah, I really got it. And as I'm cleaning my house, I'm putting like the little reed diffusers with the smellies, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, honestly, you feel so dumb. You are, there was a comedian that said something like, you are the stupidest, basically, when the power goes out, because you're like, okay. I'm going to watch TV. Wait, I can't. Yeah. Well, I'm going to make gonna go some... to the bathroom and turn the lights on. Oh, wait. I'm going to make some popcorn. Wait, I'm going to just go on the computer. Wait, no. That sort of thing. That's exactly yeah. what it's like when you have COVID and you don't have any smell. You're like, oh, you know, is this is this shirt clean or not? Should I wash it? Oh, wait. <laughs> I can't tell if it stinks. <laughs> it smells like nothing. It's probably right. fine. And then just some other gross stuff, too. Where it's like, I'm like, that was nice. I don't have to smell that gross stuff. Like, let's say garbage. That's that's what I'm talking about. Oh. Taking out the garbage. Yes. Um, but your smell is back now. Yes, it came you, back. Do you feel 100 percent like your lungs are fine? Everything's good. It's like uh, you never had it before. I rem- I noticed that when I had it, like, I mean, obviously, I wasn't really doing a whole lot of cardio. Um, yeah. I'm in my house. But there was one day where I decided I'm going to be decorating the house for Christmas. So I'm running up and down the stairs, up and down, carrying stuff. And after a couple flights in a row, I was like, <sighs> OK, <laughs> I do feel it. I feel it. Yeah. You're like, that's um, the COVID lungs. <laughs> um, every now and then I might feel like a little like it's a little harder than normal, but it's nothing too crazy. Good. Good. Well, I'm glad you're you're out of it and now you're mm-hmm. COVID free. And now you have the antibodies for a yeah, little while. For like so. the next couple months. You're immune. To- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not used to talking this much anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because um, you were by yourself, just talking right. to yourself and your and candles. It, it was so nice to just kind of be at home, not have any responsibilities, not have to go pick up anything for anybody, not do this for anybody. Just Oh, yeah. To- it's the greatest excuse to not literally mm-hmm. you can't do any anything and no one wants to be around you. And it's nice because like. I have my own house, so yeah. I can just be me and do what I want to do whenever I want to do it. I'm going to start this project and not finish until 10 p.m. Okay. I feel like, I mean, you could do that anyway, but... But I have responsibilities, like, you know, going to work and, you know, take, going to pick up my little brother sometimes, that kind of a thing. Like so, Yeah, and luckily none of your family got it. No, nobody that was, did. That's good, because I know you're around them a lot, so... Right. And everyone got tested at least twice, so... Yeah. Well, and they probably would have been feeling it. Right. Yeah, they definitely would. Nobody felt any symptoms. Everyone was good on my end. So that was nice. So when I came back, I was like, I'm very tired. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, can I get COVID again, please? Like it was was, an excuse to sleep all day. Although like I do feel like more refreshed than I did before. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Because I finally had like a mental and physical break. Like I was still doing the stuff I wanted to do. But if there were times where I'm like, I'm really tired, I would just go back and lay down. And you're like, I have COVID, so I get to just stay in bed. Right. Because I am sick right now. So I can't feel bad about it. No one else can give me S about it. Like, sorry. But there's also like, there usually like on most days, like yesterday, for example, like I'd be laying down, like I'm really tired. I want to take a nap. But my brain won't shut off because I know like, okay, you have to go to work tomorrow and you have all these other things you may have to do tomorrow. So you have to hurry up and do it today. Even mm, though I don't yeah, necessarily your list. have to do it today. That's so what my doctor keeps like was saying, like, just try to train your brain into thinking you don't have to do everything today. <laughs> oh. Easier said than done. Because that's the problem. Yeah. That's where a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress comes from, because my brain keeps telling me this needs to be done today. Do it. And then I freak out that this other thing isn't getting done. So I start working on this other thing. And then neither of them get done. Nothing gets done. Yay for having ADHD. Yay. Be glad you don't have it. See, so, yeah, in my mind, I'm like, well, what actually has to be done today? Because something probably does have to be done today. Just do that one. <laughs> not having ADHD brain. Right. And that's you the know, problem. like, um, there might be something that actually has to be done by today, so do that. 
Uh, I'll have to show you this guy. There's this guy. His name is Connor. He's got he became super famous on TikTok in like three months. Um, And he's got he's on Facebook and everything. He describes what ADHD is and how it affects him. And he also have autism and he's really funny about it. But there's a he's just like his dad will come in. He's like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, like I'm I'm customizing shoes and he's painting them. It's like, when did you learn how to do that? It's like, oh, right after the Rubik's Cube phase. And he's learned how to use a Rubik's Cube. Ah. When did you learn to do that? Oh, it was after my drawing phase. And he's like this masterful artist so good at so many things and it's like what when did you when did you learn all this or like how did you do this he's like i don't know i'm just following the dopamine like he's trying to get yeah basically this constant struggle to trying to get a dopamine kick and that's what it is that's um, amazing he can do all those things oh yeah he's like, super talented he's really phenomenal if you guys get a chance to go check him out on facebook or in, or tiktok seriously do it he's really funny especially if you have tic- uh if you have a adhd because it's very it's put a lot of things in perspective for me and his name's Connor. 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 Yeah, like in three months, he just started TikTok because he was, you know, just why, why not? And then like three months because his content is so relatable, he got like millions of followers. Dude, good for him. I yeah. hope he gets paid for that. I, I do too. Like he's, mm. he's just super, super cool person to watch. I'm like, you're like 20, dude. Like you're so... Like for somebody who's young and probably in his head, it doesn't have his crap together because ADHD makes it very hard to have your crap together. He's got his crap together. <laughs> at least as a 32-year-old. <laughs> at line he does. Right. Like, you, he understands what's going on in his head. He understands yeah. what ADHD is, what how it affects him. Because there's so many different levels to ADHD. Like, ADHD is not... is such a bad name for what it is. Well, it's cool, too. He can, like put that out there in mm-hmm. a creative entertaining way right that's not only like relatable for a lot of people but also like entertaining for the, mm-hmm. if it's not relatable for you type of thing right and so now i kind of wish that like, or i do i'll do this sometimes when there's something he shows i'm like oh that's me i need to send this to my friends to explain exactly why i'm a weirdo like Jesus. this is this is the rationale behind it and there's different like there is a rejection sensitive dysphoria where it's like you have a hard time um, being able to cope with anything that may seem like rejection, whether okay. whether it's rejection or not. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people have like rejection issues too. Right, but like this it, it could be pretty debilitating in the sense of like, for example, let's say this is just an example, um, not necessarily my example, but many that I've seen other people have to suffer through. Let's say I messaged you like, "Hey, Sarah, let's hang out," and you don't reply, even though you typically reply pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Like somebody with rejection sensitive dysphoria could be like, this person hates me. Like the anxiety monsters start kicking in. This person, I'm really not that like entertaining to them or they really actually secretly hate me. They're making fun of me, blah, blah, blah. I'm never going to talk to them again. Jesus, that goes from zero to 100 real quick. Yes, that's exactly it. And that's why we're always tired. Um, (laughs) But there's also a hard time with time management. And there's another term for it. I'm blanking on it right now. But basically, it's like when you have tasks involved, like the, the example he gave was... Like somebody asked him, like, so got anything going on in your life right now? He's like, well, I got to untangle my headphones. I have a 600 page essay to write. I have to go buy a new pair of scissors. Uh, I have to go, you know, get my tabs done. They're like, why didn't you just say the 600 page essay first? Like, you think that's more important than untangling Mm. your headphones? He's like, well, no, in my brain, they're all equal. So everything is equal. So if uh, somebody does something like, why is it that you have time to paint and doodle, but you don't have time to do your homework or you don't have time to respond to somebody? It's like, yeah, they don't get it. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't click. Oh, yeah. That sounds like something they're going to have to learn, though. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, And that's the thing, too, when it comes to anything like this. It's like if you have a friend who has a neurodivergent brain 
you don't have to put up with it. You don't have to be friends with them. You really don't. Yeah. Um, like, I, because this could be, sometimes things can be hurtful. Like, if they do something, like, where it's really, really hurtful, they say some awful things. But I have to explain to some people, it's like, know that uh, a lot of us have time blindness or... Um, just blindness to a lot of things. So if it's not in front of us, we don't know if it exists or not. That's why I try really, really hard to be as organized as I can so I can figure out what I do have and what I don't, whether it's for a project or whatever. Um, but that also is the same with friends. Like there have been many a times, like there are people I want to hang out with. Yeah. And I forget and I'll write a list. Like, oh, hey, like, okay, this is what people, I need to text people, today. People I want to hang out with in the near future, text these people. Dumbass. Like, that is, is that what for me. you or is that for them to make like for for them to know that you still care? Both. Because like I know it's relationships aren't just a, like can't be one way. Yeah. It's not that I don't care about them. I genuinely want to hang out with them and see these people. But why wouldn't you just text them right as you thought of it? Because then that thought is very fleeting. So you think about it, you don't text them, and then you don't think about like, it. Like, I'll think about it like, oh, okay, cool. And I look at my phone. It's like, oh, I got another message from this person. Oh, crap, I got this email from work. Let me do this. And then gone. So do you, like, actually, like, do you miss them for just a moment? And then you're just, like, off thinking about the next thing? Or do you, like, actually miss them? No, like, I genuinely miss them. Like, more than just, like, one moment? Yeah. Like, I, I feel deep. I'm like, oh, crap, it has been three months since I've talked to this person. But then right as you think about that, you just don't message them. You get distracted. Yeah. See, sometimes. see, that's where it's tough for me is like if someone's like, oh, my God, I've been missing you for like a year, but I haven't. Re I'm like, why haven't you reached out? And like, I get distracted. I'm like, well, obviously, like I wasn't on your mind enough for no. you to not get distracted and text. Me. It doesn't mean that like the pain isn't there, like like the pain of missing someone, I should say. Like in that moment, I genuinely miss you as if I were thinking about you this entire time. That doesn't mean that you're not important because my brain doesn't know how to prioritize like things because they're not literally in front of me that'd be super tough for me it, like, like if like if you and i were dating or something like mm -hmm. i i that would be very very hard because for me like, it's like okay well put your money where your mouth is like the practice is in mm -hmm. the pudding like if you say you miss me you say you're gonna text me and then you don't right i can't and, read your mind i and, can't read your feelings and that's the hard thing too because then you get the people who have adhd they are very all or nothing that's very similar to how i am with dating i realized through my own therapy and my brain and with my therapist is that either I will give you all the attention and you are going to be my obsession or which could be creepy if you're just dating <laughs> but you know what I mean like we're to the point where I'm like oh I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow but I'll cancel it so I can hang out with you like I will make time for you okay. because I am that quote-unquote obsessed yeah with this or like if it's somebody like that I'm, I'm liking like I have to either have a connection like right away to hook me or if like it's one of those slow to build up like we could form a like a relationship and it'd be a great relationship but it's going to take some time it's hard to keep my my brain focused on that and then i'll get distracted and then it just fizzles out because you don't respond and then you forget about them and then yeah. over it or, they're like, or why because she responding or because we can't see each other you know as often as we want to or whatever and it's like cool i'm not seeing you and now it's been three months since i've texted you so if you were really really into them though you would for sure text them yeah it's weird see that's what's weird is i'm like okay well you quote unquote missed them or thought about them or cared enough about mm -hmm. them to not get distracted so you gave them your attention but like why wouldn't you do the same with like your friends or your family or whoever sometimes your brain doesn't let you girl i oh man yeah. i could not 
Oh, yeah. That like, would be very, and very. That's, that's one of the things uh, like with communication would have to be a thing. It's like, I'm not saying that you need to forgive me or that you need to put up with these things. I'm just asking for a little patience. Um, and if we know this is how it is, like maybe we there's something that we can do together where we can make this work. Well, my type of thing is I'm very good at reaching out to people. And if I right. let's say like if I reached out to you and you didn't respond and then maybe I reached out again, maybe I'd try again and be like, hey, bitch, you didn't respond because that would be my kind of thing. Right. And then you didn't respond again. Oh, no. Like, I don't care what your excuse is. Like you would eventually think about right. me. Oh, snap. I didn't text her back. Let me right. text her back. Because like at that point, if I reached out twice and you're not responding, that's just rude. Like, I don't care wh- mm. what what's going on, how you got distracted, this, that or the other. Like, at least I deserve a response, especially if you, quote unquote, miss me so much that you think about me all the time. But you're not going to just pick up your phone and actually text. Me. And like, that's one of those things like I will if I get texted, like I'll text within the day for sure. Like I will reply within the day or if it's later in the day, I'll reply the next day because I don't want to text till like three in the morning. If you don't um, get distracted, if right? I don't, like if you remember. Uh huh. Because usually I'll I have to be in my text like for work or whatever. I'm texting somebody. I'm like, oh crap! I never reply to this person, and that's why I also have so many. Like I don't. If I know that I'm going to be distracted in this moment, I'll leave the notification on. Yeah. So I don't forget, or yeah. I can come back to it later. That being said, like whenever I go through my, I call them my uh, spicy sads. Like when what you the go hell? through. It's that's what they call it on TikTok because if the you say spicy de- sads, if you say it sounds de- like some like type of like issue you have, right? I know, like a poopy or something. Exactly. Um, that's what I was like, what are you going through? No, all no. The time? So, spicy sads, very, but you eat that didn't cooperate. Too long didn't ring. Basically, is depre- uh, If you say depression, there's certain keywords on TikTok that they'll kind of get flagged, and oh. they'll probably either take your video down. It's because it's all bots. So oh, they don't, okay. they, if they say depression, the video may not get views or it'll get taken down. So they, people come up with like fancy Spicy terms. Spicy sads is what they yeah. came up with. I do not like that. No, they have they that. That's that. why they call like strippers accountants or any sex worker an accountant. That's kind of sexy though. Like because you could be like, oh, I'm an accountant. Well, there's a song. You know? There's an actual song where it's like, no one asks you questions when you say you're an accountant. I'm an accountant. What do you? Where do you work? At a place where they do accounting. Like it's just, it's a whole skit. <laughs> Uh, that being said, like whenever I go through like a really low period, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want your talk spicy sads, my spicy sads. Like mm-hmm. I don't talk to me. Like if people message me, it's like I literally cannot talk to you because it is it's just draining being awake right now. It's draining yeah. to even think right now. But then after you get out of your spicy sads, do you message everyone back? Yeah. Like but it might be a week or two later. And that's not cool for some people. And that's God, fine. I hate God, I oh, I have some friends like you and I want to. Oh. Oh, oh no! I, uh, I, I, I very much enjoy my spicy sad time, uh, Sarah. No, I don't. I don't think you should enjoy your spicy I'm sad. Kidding. But a week I'm, or two, like that, is to me like. I mean, I don't understand how you expect people to just be around all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't. If I reached out like once or twice and like was like, "Hey, let's hang out. Let's next week. Hey, so are we still on hanging out?" And then you don't respond, and then it's after the day, and then you're like, "Oh, hey, like." I, I mean, I won't. I wouldn't like flake on someone 100% like that like in the sense of like if we already had plans I'm not gonna say like not not reply and like it's the day of I'm not gonna do that I'll be like like totally leave no I always I have a rule like if I have to cancel something unless it's like literally my car broke down just now and I can't make it I try to give everyone at least 24 hours like if I know I haven't been okay yeah and I don't expect it to be better by tomorrow on the safe side I just I try to cancel at least 24 hours ahead I guess that's 
try. As someone who absolutely hates when people cancel slash flakes, I guess that's... It's the same That's rules something. as a doctor's office. <laughs> office, you know. If you don't want to get charged for your some appointments, you still, some you still get charged up to seventy-two hours. Girl. Exactly. In so, a hotel room, you need at least three to five days' notice, or you're still getting charged. Right. That's why I say at least twenty-four hours. If I can, if I know things haven't been going too good, and I know that, like, you know, I have a hard day at work tomorrow, whatever. And then, like, the next day I'm supposed to hang out with them, like, I don't think I'll have enough time to recover. And I'm not going to be mentally present. I'm not going to be one, somebody fun to hang out with that day. So it's not going to be worth it. So you would cancel on, like, someone you're really, really interested in, too. Yeah, like, I'm not okay. Ads. Yeah, like, it's I'm not going to be sh- showcasing the best part of me, especially if, like, they're... Hey, they got to see the good, bad, and the ugly, dude. Yeah, but maybe they're first or second date, maybe not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Let them get the goods first, and then they'll realize how great I am. So then they'll keep coming back. Um, well, I didn't mean for it to get on this, uh, this whole uh, side train, because there were some other That's things. That's what ADHD that... does to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, that being said, we do have another podcast planned. So we do got a few more minutes uh, to talk about your recent endeavors. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were off for so long that, I mean, I guess kind of... I mean, not a lot has happened, but someone had a birthday. I have ventured into my 30s. Ah, I don't even like saying it. And I am not one of those people that was excited about it. I'm not one of those people that like, oh, I can't wait for this new decade. Ooh, 30, flirty. Whoa. Yeah. No. No, I'm not, I'm not one of those. Flir- you're I mean, you're thirty. Nothing, nothing really changes. You say you're going to be that woman in the club at like seventy years old, I still am. twerking. So really, how is it any different? Because seventy, I'm gonna look cute because I'm gonna be an old lady. No, it's not probably be cute, from like okay. thirty five to sixty nine. Probably not going to be that cute in the club twerking my stuff. <laughs> you reach a point where it's like, what are they? What? How old are you? What, what are you doing here? It's not like you have a big old tattoo on your forehead that says your age that changes every year. Like, it's not. That's true. But I am like one night I use wrinkle cream. The next the next night I use like acne cream. I'm like, what is this age? It's like oh. I got a little bit of everything going on. I mean, this is all the stuff they lied to us about in like elementary school or no, elementary oh, yeah. school, middle school, high school when sex ed class like, oh, yeah, you know, acne is only from when you're a teenager. B.S. Right. And now I'm like dealing with with now I'm 30 and now I see the wrinkles and the lines. And like if I get if I don't get enough sleep, the bags are huge. And like I'm like, OK. And I thought 30 we were supposed to have our S together. I thought like by honestly, by this time, I thought I'd be married with two kids. Like I thought for sure 30. All right. Yeah. I'm not having kids after 30. Well, here we are. <laughs> I mean, it's it, I feel like. Everybody who, who like well, when you're a kid, you think everybody who's an adult has their ass together because they're an adult. Yeah, nobody you had an adult their and you're like nobody had their ass together. Like you know, like if like when you hear stories from your parents, not necessarily your parents, but just parents in general, you're like, wait, you were still kind of a dummy like in your thirties. Oh, yeah. You seemed like you had it together, but maybe that wasn't the case. It's all lies. It's all lies. Here we are. And now we're just pretending like we have it together. I think that's just what every generation does. So, yeah, it, honestly, it's just a number. But yeah, to ring Filters in my 30s. Exist. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Catfishing. It's going to start happening. You, you will have a fiance. You're fine. You don't need to worry about catfishing. That's true. But yeah, to ring in my 30s, I did what, of course, I said either I would do for my dirty 30 or my bachelorette party, and that was go to Vegas. So I got a bunch of people fly down to Vegas for the weekend, and it was absolutely wild it was a blast it was exactly how i would want to ring in my 30s just a sin city 
I mean, it's a crazy place, you know? No one ever sleeps. You can do whatever, whenever, drink this, do that. Like, and that's exactly how I wanted to say goodbye to my 20s. And I did. And it was... I mean, nothing's really going to change. Like, you're still going to be out partying in Vegas from time to time. And aren't you going to party for your bachelorette party? I assume that's where you're going to have your bachelorette party. No, I'm not having my bachelorette in Vegas. Mm -mm. No, after... I mean, I wanted to do... I wanted to do Vegas for one or the other. I didn't want to do them for both. Okay. Yeah, so... I mean, I invited a bunch of people to Vegas. There was probably at one point about like 18 of us, I think. Damn. Which honestly, I did not realize how crazy that would be having Mm -hmm. so many people. And like nine of us were in a suite together and then the rest of the other people were in different rooms. And so the people in the suite, I mean, that was convenient. They were all there. I mean, granted, you're around them all the time and that's (laughs) nine females in one one suite's a lot but then you know you kind of like oh oh i have to i have to text this person who's staying here and this person who's staying here and my fiance who's staying here and like ah there's so many people I like to keep track of and this that the other and um yeah it was it was very fun and but i planned and coordinated the whole thing and i thought i was very detailed i made an event page kind of told everyone the plan this that and the other and the amount of questions of what we're doing, when, where, why, over and over and over and over again, I may have flipped my lid a little. Lid a little. How many times? A little. Because I would have guessed at least five times. I only had one, like, very epic, very extra intense. My fiance whisked me away. Meltdown? Meltdown, yes. The first night I had a... A fun bitching out. Like it was it was five AM. I was like, Y'all didn't stay out late enough. What the hell? We're all taking shots. Like that oh, kind of God. thing. But it was kind of fun because some people like were like in their slumber, like, okay, I'll take a shot. Like and I was like, That's right, yes you will. The second night was more I was just so frustrated with all because I really tried to be very like, This is what we're doing. Okay, okay, cool. And there was just so many questions. So I flipped my lid a little kind of getting very upset at the lack of direction, the lack of people listening, all of that. And you get a bunch most, of drunk people that are taking shots 5 a.m. How do you expect them to take directions? <laughs> just read. This was sober when I was to read the event page. This isn't rocket science. I've told you 800 times we're going to Coyote Ugly. Don't ask me two minutes later, where are we going? Where, we're going to Coyote Ugly. It's in New York, New York. I've said this 800 times. Don't ask me. Like I like it was that kind of stuff. You like, are your constantly, <laughs> constantly. Like and so a bunch of these girls probably are. I would think are going to be in my bridal party, and so part of the bridal party is planning the bachelorette party. However, okay. I freaked out at everyone and was like, "The bachelorette party's canceled. The wedding's canceled. How can I trust any of you, mother efforts, to plan this? Because you can't." I went off. I went off. But um, I, I'm not saying that you were necessarily planning this or not. But in the event that you were, I would like to decline my. If you planning asked, what? My bachelorette party? Being any part of that. Oh, <laughs> or even a bachelor party. That's no, but I mean, point, like, like, if you ask me to be a bachelor, uh, a, a, a bridesmaid, I'd be like, please. Oh, no. you, there's no way please you can no. handle being my bridesmaid. No. 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 But for my I, mental health, my therapist says I cannot do this, Sarah. I like I don't I should not plan my bachelorette party like that to me that is ridiculous like if I have to plan a wedding 
I feel like my friends, and this is the tradition, they take care of the bachelor bet party. They take care of it. The, the bride's not even supposed to know nothing about it. Maybe where they're going. That's it. And so I was just, and I'm not, the, granted, I was very intoxicated when I was saying this. No. But they were all very real feelings. Like, I was, like, the morning after, I was like, I do all think all of you guys can be dumb AF sometimes. And I don't, I love, like, the few friends that I, if I had to have a bridal shower that are going to be part of my bridal shower, I now am like, I really don't know if your planning of a bachelorette party is going to be up to my standards. And maybe I'm you. bougie, maybe I'm whatever. But like my friend was saying, no, you have high standards and that's fine. It's your bachelorette party. Like I you mean, want like, things done a certain way. And that's that's fine. That's good that you know this. And this is just a you thing in your personality in general. And you know this. And I feel like a lot of people, when they decide to get married or do all these things, like or not decide to get married, but decide to have, you know, the parties and all the little things that come with it. They don't really express their expectations. Right. And so you either. And they may not know them at the might, time being. Right. Or and or. It could be a mix. You kind of feel like you have to do everything like everyone else has done. Yes. Like, even if you're, they're not necessarily your thing, you're like, well, I don't really want to have this type of party, like a uh, bridal shower, for example. Yeah, I guess or, I have to have a bridal shower. I guess I have to have a, a bachelorette like, party. I guess I have to have like, a rehearsal dinner. And it's like, why do I, like, or even, like, even down to the wedding, some people feel like they have to have this big, you know, elaborate wedding. It's yeah. like, that's not really my thing. And you feel like you have to appease everybody else. So you either put your feelings aside and blow up later, or you have all these expectations and don't say anything for fear of looking like a bridezilla. Mm-hmm. Because the, some I, I've been watching some videos lately where um, this gal's named Charlotte Debrieve or whatever, and she reads Bridezilla posts. Oh, that's funny. In the entitlement. Yep. Oh, my God. The audacity. The audacity. Oh, audacity of but some like, of these people. It, it, but it's like there's no clear communication at the beginning. Yes. Well, at and least I think with you, you are pretty clear on what you want and what you expect. Yeah, and I, I plan this dirty 30 all my own, and, like, I should. That's my birthday party. And, like, I was very, very thankful and, like, so happy that everyone actually flew to Vegas. And, like, it, it, that's amazing. That's You know, I had people come from uh, Seattle, obviously, California, New York. Like, that is incredible that you're you all here You sound like a socialite me. when you say it that way. I know. Uh, people hey, fly from New York, Milan. Yeah, London and London, Paris. Yeah. yeah, so I so I was very, very, you know, and so I was just kind of kind of, like, not have it all come out but then it all came out but it it was you know some very true feelings and I'm like I don't I wouldn't want this to happen at my bachelorette party right Mm -hmm. is like you guys plan all this stuff great but what the hell where is my penis straws where's this banner where's my tiara where's our matching shirts where you know like everything that I would have wanted that I would have done for myself if I was to plan it so right I have a few friends who are amazing planners. That's what Mm -hmm. they do. That's their jam. They would have a spreadsheet, I feel like, which some people wouldn't like, but I would freaking love of everything to do. However, they're not my super, super... Do I get some music? They're not my super, super close friends, so they wouldn't be in my bridal party. Hmm. So now I'm like, okay, is that weird? Is that awkward? Is that... um, Obviously, it's it's not traditional, but so I would have a maid of honor, some bridesmaids, but then 
other people would plan the bachelorette party. Obviously, everyone would be invited. The bridal party and the bachelorette planners would all be invited because that would be really awkward if right. one was they were well, invited. Like, but I don't know if that's if that's okay. I don't know if that's weird. I don't know if I mean, as long as they're going to the said party, I feel like it's fine because, like, I know I've been a part of like bachelorette parties where only a couple of us were bridesmaids. And then the yeah. rest were just friends. Yeah, I've, I right. too. Yeah, exactly. So I feel but like I, but the the bride the bridal party planned it. Like um, the me and another bridesmaid planned it, and then other people who weren't part of the bridal party came. But if there was somebody that's like, hey, you know what? I need help, or if the maid of honor is like, I need help, either from other bridesmaids or for somebody else. I don't feel like it's that. Well, I was originally going to have like the maid of honor and then the other bridesmaids kind of have it, have it be a group effort because, mm-hmm. huh? I know myself. Like it right. should be a group effort, but. They all, all of them were just, just on my let me bitch you out list that night. So the two that are really good at planning weren't because they understood. They didn't ask questions. They knew we were going. They knew when we were going. They knew that, you know. If you're on TikTok, uh, the term would be they understood the assignment. I understood the assignment. I know that song. (laughs) Um, I feel so young and hip. (laughs) So I, bitch, I'm 30 just because I knew it. You ain't young and hip no more. No, I'm just, I feel young and hip because I'm on TikTok and I oh. said references. Oh, okay. Then you can, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of where my um, dilemma is. So I just really want to throw it out to you guys. And if guys, if you have wives or girlfriends, please ask them. One, is it okay if I do that? And two, if they were like a maid of honor or bridesmaid and then didn't get to plan their, the bride's bachelorette party, would that be offensive to them? Or would they kind of be like, oh, cool, whatever. I don't have to do it. Exactly. Just tell me how much, when and where and how much I owe and I'll be there. Because that's a, that's a fair question. And I've actually saved a couple stories because we've been gone for a minute. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I have saved a couple of things that I've been wanting to talk about. And since we've run out of time for this episode, we'll bring it up on the next one. Ooh, Some really cool stuff. Hey. I like that. Um, but what have we learned today that Sarah is very depressed about being 30? Yeah. And I was yes. not super depressed about be having COVID. Yeah, really, right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I need y'all's advice because it's 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 a big dilemma for what's, me. What's, and of course, part of me just wants to say, F you all. Y'all suck. I'm not having a bachelor party or or a wedding. We're eloping, mother effers. Which, honestly. I know. I really do want a bachelor party, though. You could I want to wear penis things. You can do that any day. That's true. I could actually. Yeah, you would. You would. I would. Yeah, I would. <laughs> uh, but we'd love to hear your guys' input. Shoot us a message, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.